Well, Brent is gay, and Kaylin's gay, and Clark is gay, and Ryan's gay, and Adam's gay. It's Homo Superior. It's issue 139.5. It's a special news flash issue, and I'm Kaylin. News flash. Well, I'm Ryan. Me. I'm Clark again. I'm still Ryan. <laughs> I fucked up. Sorry. Kaylin said the word newsflash. And my body is so triggered to respond to that word. Uh, we're a well-oiled machine, as you can tell. And we're interrupting each other. So it's Kalen, Clark, Ryan, and Brent. Uh, Adam decided to go and do something else because he doesn't love us. So uh, it's been a, a number of weeks where we haven't been able to give news because most of the news has been kind of dour right now. Um, uh, amongst you know the pandemic, uh, comics have been delayed for a while. Uh, movies have been delayed, shows have been delayed, but we're starting to finally get some interesting news. Um, uh, first up, we uh, found out that, uh, this is actually kind of sad, uh, Ruby Rose left Batwoman. Uh, she uh, was the titular character and she left after one season and we found out that um, it's because she couldn't deal with all of the uh, stress on set because uh, it was like long hours, long days, and a lot of um, heavy action uh, uh, that, and stunts that she had to do. And so she decided to do something that wasn't quite as strenuous. So and, they and are it, looking for a new lead and they're gonna retool the show around that new lead. So I don't know what that's gonna look like. It said, another article I read says that that was an issue. And also the fact that she was a piece of shit to everyone, probably because she didn't want to be part of the show anymore. <laughs> like they said, from what I read, it's very different views. I mean, how are they ever going to find such mediocre talent again? It's going to be so tough. Ryan, when Kalen was saying all that weirdly glowing stuff, your face was like bewilderedly confused. Because like this shit ain't sad. She's a shitty piece of crap actress. She's not okay, let's not shit on her that much. Um. I think she's just an okay actress that probably it went, it got to her and she went a little bit crazy with it. Not crazy is the right word, but you know, like it just, I think it got to her a little bit, like how big these CW shows actually are. Cause it's, it's a big universe out there and like fans are not nice at all. But don't you think like, like we just impose a story on these people about who they are and we just think like, well, they're huge assholes. I don't know. I kind of want to be in the world where maybe, maybe she really hated being on the set and that made her an angry person. Who, oh yeah, that's exactly what I said. Yeah. Who was unpleasant to be around, but that could be very easily be misconstrued as she was a piece of shit to everyone. And also it was a bad work environment for her. I think that's exactly the same thing. All of that that's just my hyperbole speaking. It was a tough show to get through just in general. I know a lot of these CW shows are sort of a, a like, it, it's tough sometimes because it's, they have so many episodes that they have to get through. And so some of them are fillers, but a, a lot, not much happened in this show. So it, it, it was tough to get through. I watched the whole thing. It was, yeah. You think I she mean, was up? Because she had to watch the show. <laughs> no. Wow. Wow. It's you know, you know it's tough that a queer a, a queer actress like this is like the first time, especially in this larger universe, has like come to fruition 
and she's immediately off the board because of probably trolling for I'm gonna guess Clark and some other people. Uh, but like, yeah, so I will say the CW did say that they are looking for another LGBTQ uh, actress to uh, play the role, so they're not gonna try to queer wash or straight wash, um, um, you know, the the character. So uh, and the actress. So I'm I'm happy with that. And an in, a good in-story way they can do it is like, well, they've had a fucking crisis on Infinite Earths. Just bring a Batwoman from Parallel Earth coming in because she looks she's That's look a, a little point. different. So, yeah. Because Parallel Universe is... It's mostly sad, though, because she is kind of well-known as an actress. Like, she's one of the few <laughs> queer actresses we have. So it's it sucks that she's already like, <laughs> That's I'm not out. true. I mean... I wonder, like, for, like the, the way the CW works that they just get people initially and then if they get their fan base that fan base like reinvigorates all the other same people who would watch cw quality shows like that kind of superhero soap opera uh to me it seems like you know what they did in the first season it's a little bold to do with the main character but you know probably to pull off yeah i, I was there reading a different article show for other reasons sorry I was reading a different article that um, Stephanie Beatrice, who plays Diaz on Brooklyn Nine-Nine, is interested in, in playing Ruby Rose's, I mean, playing Batwoman. Oh. And she is fucking awesome, number one. Number two, she, she is, a, she is a, a queer person. I, I'm into it. I'm very into it. She, but what's she been very in? Funny. She's in she Brooklyn Nine-Nine. She's like the stoic-ish, you know, kind oh, of. Oh, Gina, uh, like, Gina. It's Gina. No, yeah. not Gina, not Gina. No. Yes. No, Diaz. Yes. Oh, Diaz. Okay. Diaz. Chelsea yeah. Peretti is Gina, and she's not. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's right. But yeah, no, in later great. seasons, she comes out as uh, Diaz comes out as bisexual. Oh, okay. I think she'd be really good. She's, she, she also she said she's already dyed her hair red. I don't know if that's true or <laughs> not, but... She would make a great Renee Montoya, too. Yeah. Oh, she would be really good. I'm a big fan she of basically her. Is, she basically is. really yeah. got in a lot of <laughs> Yeah, she's basically Renee Montoya in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. All right, let's move on. So HBO Max, uh, which is going to uh, uh, come out either later this month or in June, has given some fans what they've been clamoring for. Yes, it is the Snyder Cut of Justice League, or it's, as, as it's known, Zack Snyder's Justice League, like it's a fucking 90s monster film, like Bram Stoker's Dracula or Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. It's supposed to be four hours long, and it sounds like the fucking worst thing ever. Why? I want to see I it. Know. I want to see it. I'm going to watch I will the shit out of it. Oh, no, no, you no, know no, why? No. I'll no. tell you why I'll watch it. We're going to review okay? it on podcast. Oh, we'll live do it? That would be pretty fun if we did oh, it yeah. live. I mean, it's where we're just live, groaning. Yeah. Four-hour podcast. <laughs> okay. Here is it's why it's good. Here's why it's great that it's coming out. It can put people on a side of it. They can finally see it. They can do all of that. Plus, from the way people talk about it, all these like Snyder apologists, it'll it apparently will cure cancer. It'll make this pandemic not happen anymore. It'll make movies watchable again. And it'll, I think it brought someone back to life once too in the early runs of it too. Like, it's like, it'll finally put all that stupid shit to rest if it's good or not. Mm-hmm. We can judge it with our own oh. goddamn stupid eyes. 
So wisecrack, wisecrack, you know, I'm beholden to them. Uh, just came out with a video essay about uh, Watchmen and whether or not it's good or bad. Apparently their entire staff is split on whether or not it's objectively terrible or actually pretty good. Because the TV they, show? No, the movie. What? The, the movie. Because um, they watched the Snyder director's cut and they used that as kind of a basis for evaluating whether or not it bastardized the work or tries to add and improve on it. And Wait, did, uh, did you say Watchmen? Yes, the yes. Snyder, Jack Snyder's Watchmen. Oh, okay. Wait, what are we talking about? Oh, Justice talking- League. I don't know why. Oh, oh, I got very reason, confused because there was the reason, the too many spiders why, running around. Sorry, the reason why Watchmen came up was because uh, part of the things they also refer to is that like Zack Snyder has an interest in pop culture and um, the way his own personal film philosophy has influenced his work and that that kind of stuff bleeds into interpretations of the Justice League, which I have been very hard on and I will probably still be very hard on for. So I got two things to say about it. One, I'm actually kind of agree with Ryan. Uh, I'm glad it's coming out because um, uh, you have a major company basically acquiescing to grassroots pressure. It's shitty grassroots pressure, but it's grassroots pressure nonetheless. And the, you know, uh, the political nerd inside of me kind of loves that. Uh, That said, the people who are the Snyder apologists, the Snyder fans, they're more obnoxious than like Bernie bros or like Rose Twitter. Like they, uh, they are humorless. They are terrible. Like I made one joke about uh, on our Homo Superior Twitter account like uh, several months ago uh, about um, the Zack Snyder or the Snyder cut of Watchmen, which Brent was talking about. And I had droves of Snyder people coming for me or coming mm-hmm. for the Homo Superior account. They are terrible they all think they're fucking rorschach uh so anyway okay so i i want to believe there's a world where like zach snyder isn't a he isn't a bad director clear cut he he actually knows how to film a lot of things very he is a bad director he's a bad director director. we'll be indifferent he's not a bad director but there are a lot of ways in which you could read what he's doing as aping the material that he is he's got as a basis, which I completely understand. However, right, name one name one I good movie want, he's done. I want to live in a world. I want to believe that maybe there are features about the Justice League director's cut that will soften some of the terribleness. Same, same, same. Joss, Whedon, Joss, Whedon, took, Joss Whedon took it and turned it into something that is worse. I think we can all agree on that. And Maybe. like you can't have two creators like that come together and it be a complete movie. It's a mess. It is a damn It's a mess. mess of a movie. It is a mess of a movie. But I would but. like to see it in its original form and hopefully redeem it. Because I want to like the Justice League. I want Marvel to have competition. But, like, it's so tough. It is so tough. Yeah. yeah. I would like it to be good. It's not good. Do you have anything well, else to say about it? I didn't know he had eight children. That is too many children. Yeah. Well, eight's enough, right? That is, well, uh, that is less than the number 
my parents have or my husband's parents have. That's too many children. Choose some to get rid of. Wow. Okay. Uh, let's move on to something that is quality. Uh, Doom Patrol, a series that we really all enjoyed last year. The second season is coming in about a month. Uh, don't fucking wave your hand. It was really good. Mr. Zack Snyder apologized over here. Where, where's it coming to? I hope there's a f- place that we can all go to it. Not just one place, but two places. One, it's the DC HBO Universe 4 app. and HBO 5. DC Universe <laughs> app, as well as HBO Max. Uh, so you can watch it on either one of those platforms. Um, I really enjoyed the first season. I'm surprised it got made, and I'm surprised it was quirky as it was. It definitely wasn't perfect. Um, hopefully they can write out Cyborg, who was just a shitty character. Uh, but the rest of the cast I thought was really well done. And they're bringing in a new character that they uh, hinted at at the end of last season, Dorothy Spinner, or Spiner, uh, who uh, is the most probably the most powerful member of the Doom Patrol in the comics. So I'm very excited to see where that goes. Yeah, we're reviewing it on... Um, DC Universe is going to end. That's that that comfort. I mean, that is not going to be <laughs> an app anymore. That kind of makes me sad because um, it's got a lot of like uh, DC back issues that are really like some really obscure stuff, and the uh, the platform is a lot easier to use in Marvel Unlimited. It's, it's less buggy, of course. Yeah. Uh, uh, so there's some really good content on there. So if they if they're gonna move all the film and TV stuff to HBO Max. I'm fine with that. I would still keep it just for the comics. Uh, moving on. Uh, actually, Ryan, do you want to take us through this next uh, news item? Okay. Every once in a while, there there comes out news where you go, what is that now? Um, there's a new report coming out right now that Sony, who is just pumping out movies left and right now, ever since they had a somewhat successful Venom movie, like they're saying Sony is working on a jackpot movie. Jackpot was a character that basically was kind of laughed at in Spider-Man comics. And he, she, I'm sorry, she uh, stuck around sort of as a love interest and sort of as a red herring for uh, Mary Jane if she became maybe like a superhero. I get a red herring because of the red hair. Oh, yeah, I'm very clever. Um, No, it's, I don't know why this character would ever get any sort of spotlight. And in more terrible news on top of this, Mark Guggenheim, Googies as we call him, has, has, has been given the rights to write this first draft of this movie. Thought? Was he given the, he, the rights? Well, whatever. He's writing yeah, He's it. just hired to write the first draft. Well, it's not right. Yeah. That's what it's I'm W-R- W-R-I-T-E-S. You got those right. <laughs> yeah. Well, now let me ask this. What was that now? <laughs> what was that? It just it makes no sense. There's so many good characters in the Spider-Man. What universe. was what was Jackpot's like specialty powers? It, she did some stuff and then afterwards she would go, you see that tiger? That's it. Really? Just, really you're you're you can't be. Are Clark, you, am I that wrong? Right now, there's got to be a no. She, <laughs> she, it didn't make sense why she ever existed. She was created in a time frame that Mary Jane was basically retconned out of Spider-Man's life, and so they wanted the worst to Spider-Man story. One of her. the worst. Brand new day. It was the worst day. 
um, is what it, 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 um, it basically was trying to take the wedding out of his life. And so they wanted to make you think that Mary Jane was still around. So they created this character called Jackpot just to pop in. She looked like Mary Jane and she even talked like Mary Jane by calling him Tiger and stuff like that. It is outrageous that this could be a standalone movie. This could maybe be a cameo, but this is not Here's a standalone why movie. I'm 100% behind his. Okay. No way they could make it worse than the comics. Like, this is a no-fail scenario. <laughs> so, in the, you say in that the now. You say that now. I'm like, look, look, I didn't think they could make a Lego movie, and they did. I that was really charming, and that was good. It was a great movie. I'm a little bit hopeful about Jackpot. Okay, in, in well, I'll wait for the Snyder cut. I guess in in the span of one year, there were two different Jackpots. One of it, 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 it was just, and then we thought it was going to be Mary Jane. Then it was some woman we never met, and then it was some different woman we never met, and then the other woman's daughter shows up, and it's just the entire thing is already written fucking foolishly. <sighs> they have two different power sets. One of them has is, is from like DNA changing, and one of them just she got some drugs. So, Sony Sony got a deal with Marvel, and now they've gone off the rails where they think they can do anything. Because I think they're getting a better cut in the the new deal that they have, where it's like the Sony Marvel Universe or whatever it's called. Like they they've gone awry, and they need to be stopped. Stop wait, making movies. No, wait, is anyone actually calling it the Sony Marvel Universe? It's called like this. Is that like stuff? the Minneapolis St. Paul Universe? No, it's called like the Spider-Man Cinematic MU. or so It's SCMU or something like that. It doesn't have the MCU, but it has something like that in it. It's ridiculous. I'm still waiting. I'm still what do you think? I don't think there's any leg to stand on. I'm just now I'm looking at the Wikipedia and one of the two jackpots her powers are superhuman strength and stamina. The next one says dramatic gymnast. And then limited hand-to-hand combatant. I mean all of us have limited hand-to-hand combat. Yeah. <laughs> not, not all Some of us are limited than gymnast. Yeah. Mine yeah. is very limited. Bad. If you were a superhero, what would your code name be? Jackpot. <laughs> I've heard because no one's before. using it effectively now okay yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right so it's the uh 10th anniversary of scott pilgrim versus the world a movie that uh many of us really really enjoy despite it having a, a couple of flaws but it's coming back to the theaters which is weird because none of us are going back to the theaters so i don't really understand why it's coming back somebody explain this to me what theaters I don't fucking know. Let's all go to the quarantine. Let's all go to the quarantine. We're all gonna and also, um, correct me if I'm wrong, unless this is getting a Snyder cut of this movie, but this movie's already been released. Is that right? So we can just already that. watch this in our safe homes. Is that right? What was that now? Is it the, what was what that now? Is it, the, is it the anniversary of anything? 10 years is when it came out. Oh, it cool. came out in 2010. Great. Everyone remembers back to that time they saw that movie. The Snyder Cut of Scott Pilgrim. Both Scott and Ramona's moms are named Martha. And that's how they yeah. Everyone has a mustache. You? They're wearing black. Um, it's much Everyone darker. Where they and it's 17 hours. When Scott 
Scott Pilgrim came out. Everyone remembers. We all. I were... remember that I was, I was in the movie theater when it came out. Same. Um, can I can I just give a disclaimer before we review this trailer that just came out for Netflix? I just want to say we're all dealing with something right now with COVID, and we're angry. But this news is only making us angrier. So if you could come out with some better news, Marvel, DC, comics, something to give us a bright light in this time, that'd be very helpful. Hey, Ryan, did you see Marvel solicitations today for July? No, I need They're something. They're pretty cool. Read, read them. There's a lot of Empire related <laughs> wait, stuff. Wait, that was August. I thought that was all August. Oh, it's August. You're right. Not a it's yeah. like a Wait. billion comics. They're like, oh, let's put out a tiny bit for the next two months, and then let's put 3,000 out. What would All be, we're doing in August is reading the, comics. What yeah. would be Marvel news? that would we, a, we accidentally filmed another Avengers movie, and we're going to release it for free on Disney Plus next week. I feel like, like okay, so they, they're not going to do that, obviously, but they could decide, like, we're going to kill off a character. And we're doing it off screen. Or do you know what? We're going to pretend that this storyline is not canon anymore. Oh, that'd be fun. Zack Snyder's jackpot is who I select. Fuck yeah. her. Marvel oh, goes. I know. The other Marvel thing I was thinking of is that they're casting Timothy Oliphant in, us, in The Mandalorian. And oh, it yeah. is... Like, the hottest human being ever. I fucking Truly. love him. There's been a lot of great... Ma- there's been a lot of great Mandalorian news coming out. They, they, There's a lot of rumors floating around that Rosario Dawson will actually be Ahsoka in the series, which would Ooh, be yeah. so fucking cool. And a lot yeah. of, like, uh, Star Wars characters from the Rebels and Clone Wars series would actually come into play into the Mandalorian, which would be really fun, actually, to see them yeah. in live action. But wouldn't ha- most of them have to be super old? No. Um, so Ahsoka, which was probably around, like, uh, before she was, like, uh, 17, something like that, uh, during Clone Wars, she would only be, like, like early 40s or something like that. Yeah. So, Plus, she's an alien, so she's probably aging at a different rate. Yeah, exactly. Uh, okay. All right. Yeah. Fair enough. So let's talk That's about this the trailer that... Yeah, on Netflix, uh, the trailer dropped today for The Old Guard, starring Charlize Theron. It's based on a comic by Greg Rucka, who's a very good comic writer. He's written things like Lazarus. He had a couple of different runs on Wonder Woman. He writes Stumptown, which is an adaptation on ABC. Um, The trailer looks a little generic action, but the comic, you know, I've heard is pretty good. So it could be okay. Yeah. I mean, it does look like Aeon Flux, where she just cut her hair a little bit shorter. That's a little bit annoying. But, like, other than that, like, the... It looks fun. It looks fun. Enough. Hey, her best movie is where she had the shortest hair. Mad Max. <laughs> True. Fucking tell oh, they're, that they're, they, That was news, too, that they're, they're doing the prequel, but they're re-casting they're re, uh, her. Because it's a prequel, obviously. Yeah. yeah. And that it Monster, might be um, Jodie Cormer. Is that her name? From Killing Eve? That's what I oh, heard yes. as rumors. That would be great. She's she's phenomenal. So I've never I've never heard of this uh, graphic novel. Do we yeah. know who who wrote it? I just said Greg Rucka, who Sorry. is the writer of Lot Lazarus, Wonder Woman, uh, Stumptown, Queen and Country. Uh, he's written a bunch of stuff for both DC and Marvel. 
Um, the, the story is basically you've got these mercenaries who are essentially immortal and they've been involved with uh, virtually every human conflict since the beginning of time. Uh, and so like from the trailer, it looks like they're going through a lot of different eras like ancient Egypt, Sumeria, Rome, uh, the Dark Ages, and so on and so forth. And then, but it's mostly set in the modern day. I have the graphic novel sitting on my shelf to read. I just never have got around to it. So I think this is the perfect time for me to dive into it before the movie premieres in July. Yeah. I, do, do, is anyone else annoyed by the fact that like the same team of people is at every important moment in history? Yeah, it's going to piss like, me off. It's, it's the Forrest Gump effect. Yeah. Yes, exactly. It's just like... like I think that the... Sorry. Stupid movies. The Forrest Gump effect also had some really stupid stuff in terms of just like he was at things that happened, but they weren't that important. This one seems like it's always going to be like the hugest thing that ever happened in history. They're there. Yeah. Like, why wouldn't they get together and then like, I don't know, pool money together and invest and then, like, over time, they become super wealthy because of Maybe that's part of it. Maybe that's part of it, right? Is it you really? I really you don't know. get into the banking. And, uh, I want it to be about the banking industry. Forever. Yeah. There, a bunch of years ago, they're just like, AOL, it's really going to take off. Did you know that like they that? were involved with Lehman Brothers? <laughs> 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 I would love I would love nothing more than this team of hyper skilled mercenaries trying to invest in stocks they don't understand. <laughs> it's like the uh, the big short but with guns and axes. Yeah. I want to see that movie. Yeah, they're I like see it too. They're they're like we still didn't go to business school. <laughs> we had we all this don't time. Know. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, so that's premiering in July. We'll probably watch it and review it on podcast. But that's been, this has been our newsflash episode. We're going to try to do these for the as separate episodes for the next couple of weeks. And then we'll reintegrate newsflash back into our regular episodes sooner than you think. So we've been Homo Superior. Find us on Spotify, SoundCloud, and on iTunes. Find us on Twitter and on Instagram. We love you. Bye. that